This podcast is brought to you by our friends and patrons over at patreon.com slash boards and swords. Go there to see how you can help out and get some free cool swag. Live from Swordplay Studios, it's time for Boards and Swords! I can still hear like the crackling in my throat that my voice hasn't fully recovered yet. Oh, from Nova? I I keep forgetting that that Cindy has not seen Wayne's World 2. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Who at this table has? Is it just me? Is it just me? I did not get it from that until you mentioned it, but Mm. yes, I've seen it. Isn't that right, Mr. Scream? (laughs) Anyway. My voice isn't all here because allergies. Way back in the day. Anyways, welcome to Boards and Swords. This is a podcast where we have fun talking about board games. I'm one of your hosts. My name's Chris Renshaw. What's going on, everybody? I'm Philip. I am Colin. And I am Cindy. And I am exhausted. Is that right? Yeah. That's been, nice. It was a long weekend. Got to play a lot. Mm. I play a lot of games. And by a lot of games, I mean one game a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah. I did a lot of the... Uh, you were teaching, right? Yeah, I was teaching. What were you teaching? Uh, Marvel Champions. Oh right, the yeah. New, so I the got new to thing. See, I got to play all the the de- all but one of the decks because I didn't have the Black Panther deck. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk. We'll talk about more about that since I didn't play much beyond that. <laughs> but uh, first, let's talk about some news. It's been so long since you've had news. It's literally been two episodes. Anyways, do you love the mind? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know you do. That's we'll get game. ready for the Mind Extreme. Oh, I what? saw this. I've seen this. NSV has announced a new version of the popular card game in which players now have one stack of discarded cards that go 1 to 50 and one stack going from 50 to 1, all without talking to each other per the normal game. Mm. Which is strange because it's going to be hard to play this game without yelling, Extreme! The whole time. <laughs> That sounds even more like the game now. That's exactly what somebody, somebody, uh, one of my friends, uh, Eric from What's Eric's Playing, he made the joke that people can't complain whether or not the mind is a game because it's literally the game now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just without talking. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because the game, you can give limited clues. Huh. So, another version of Azul's coming. Mm. Oh, I yeah, like, I saw this too. I put it in the show notes. I said Azul with a three in the middle I instead of a Z. <laughs> and it says Azul with a vengeance. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Called Azul Summer Pavilion, players will again be drafting tiles from coasters, this time as they seek to build the most beautiful pavilion. Mm. I wanted to make a pop culture joke here about trilogies being bad, uh, but more than likely, whatever joke I was going to make, Colin, Cindy, and most of our audience probably wouldn't get. <laughs> so instead, enjoy some Azul-based dad jokes. So for instance... Most people get ideas in the shower. For Azul's designers, the shower is the idea. (laughs) I thought I got an early copy of Azul Legacy, but it turns out it was just a bag of Starbursts. (laughs) (laughs) When Plan B wanted to hear the pitch for Azul, they confused the designer by saying, okay, give me the spiel. I get that. that. (laughs) And if anybody wants to play an extra large version of Azul, I've got some housework that needs to be done. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right, one last one. 
I don't typically talk about Games Workshop news here, but I should because I play some of their games. Sure, yeah. Uh, they announced Aeronautica Imperialis. What's okay. that? It's like the probably has the game for the most uh, si- uh, syllables. Syllables, that's the word <laughs> in the name. Uh, it's a new version. It's one of their older games that's been out of print for a while, but it's basically was X-Wing before X-Wing. Okay. Mm. So it's an X-Wing style game set in the Warhammer 40K universe. Huh. Uh, the box set comes with the rules and everything you need to play, including nine miniature little airships. Mm-hmm. Uh, the weird part is, if your eyes glazed over from hearing that news, it's uh, I can't tell if it's because you don't care, you saw the price point, or because you've already purchased it and you're daydreaming about it. <laughs> <laughs> Got it! That's the news. Cool. Great. It's over. <laughs> I liked your last Azul joke, though. That was really funny. Only that one? That was the only funny one? Well, I mean, I thought the Spiel one was great. Yeah. Oh, it was okay. I didn't laugh at that. Thanks anymore. for reminding me about that. I forgot about all of them. <laughs> <laughs> they went in one year and out the other. Yeah. yeah. If it weren't for these headphones. <laughs> so, Philip, how's it going? Uh, I can't complain. Had dinner with some friends who reminded me that I do need to put the Power Rangers board game on the table. Right. Instead Actually, of just looking at it. Right, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I'm sure it's on the table when you look at it. Exa- yeah. See, there you go. It's on the, it's you just <laughs> need to have other people around the table. That's right. I do need to have table. other people around it. <laughs> I was telling them I did uh, after, like, we did the unboxing video and then went back through after I saw a bunch of posts in the Facebook group of, oh, hey, this guy's missing a hand. Hey, this piece over here is bent. I'm like, all right, oh, fine. No. Let's, uh, mm. let's unbox it all again. <laughs> Make sure we're good to go. So my copy is one of the... Okay. Pristine. One. one of the, you know, 9,999 out of 10,000 that we're good to go. <laughs> well, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> so you can play it. I mean, I could probably play it without the the guy missing a hand too. It's, it's true, true. Yeah, there's so well, much other it, stuff. Is it in functionally the box. Uh, <laughs> there? <laughs> from, from, from what I've heard, like the game doesn't really the minis are are not needed. They're just isn't kind that of, like every minis? Game? Yeah, it's not like every minis game ever. <laughs> you can just have meeples. <laughs> no, no. Oh, I love meeples. So yeah, because then I'd have to paint them to look like. So is is, is today going to be a uh, smirk and dagger episode? I, I was thinking that. Yeah, we've got uh, a couple of smirk and dagger or smirk and laughter, as we uh, could refer to one of these. Yeah, one's uh, one's dagger, one's laughter. Mm-hmm. So we play. We have uh, got a couple of games here. I've got Shobu here, which is an abstract strategy game. I was excited about. Who's Boo? From, and why are you from... showing it to us? <laughs> Philip has. A, there's a question in the audience. <laughs> Yes, yes. Is this one laughter or dagger? This one is laughter. Okay. I don't want to play. <laughs> you don't like to laugh? What's that? No. If what there if, ain't a dagger involved, he doesn't care. Yeah. What if what if what if they had like a a combined game from the two studios? A a smirk and dagger and laughter. Mm. So Go talk basic, to Kurt. it would be a Batman game because it would be the Joker. <laughs> no, it's oh basically Shobu, but you give yourself a paper cut. There we go. Mm. So I've got Shovu here. Yep. It's an abstract strategy game and it is for two players. And I've been excited about this since like last year when we talked oh, with Kurt, yeah. I think. That was earlier this year, wasn't it? Was no. it this year? I don't remember. It was after Dice Terracon last year. Yeah, it was it, it was pre PAX Unplugged last year, so I okay. know it was yeah. sometime. In this game, there's gonna be four boards, two dark, two light, on opposite sides of a piece of rope. Okay. And each player is gonna have four of their stones on each board. On your turn, you are going to make two moves. One is a passive move. One is an aggressive move. This is okay. the formation. It's going to be like chess 
kind of setup, four on each side. And you will make a move of two spaces in any direction that is allowable for one of your stones to move, basically any unblocked direction. And then on a board of the opposite color, you are going to be making an aggressive move, which is going to be the same move, but you can push stones. The goal is to push all of your opponent's stones off of any one of the four boards. The trick is your passive move, your the first half of your move where you can't push any stones is has to be on your side of the rope. So you can't okay. you can't control all four boards at any given time. I mean you can affect all four boards, just not okay, I know your limitations by looking at your home boards. And that that was a hurdle I had to get over with my thinking yeah. for a few games because i was like paranoid i can't move there because he's got that oh wait no that's 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 my board that's yeah Yeah. okay yeah and you are limited by the stones that are left on your board so that was another trick i had to learn the hard way it was like oh yeah i've only got one stone left on this dark board so i have trouble moving stuff on the other side of the rope because Mm. i'm in a corner here yeah i have not won this game very much i've played it probably the most of any review games we've done (laughs) i Oh, yeah. Like close to, I think, 15 times. Yeah, you've wow. played it a lot. Yeah. I've, I've played it a few times. Well, mm-hmm. it, it says 20 minutes on the box. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But like, this is like repeat plays. Like, let's mm-hmm. do it again. Let's oh. do it again. Yeah, I'm, this weekend, we I think we played it a combined total of five times mm-hmm. this weekend. Yeah. No, six. Six, because you played it with my sister on Monday. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I played it four times over the weekend. And Do you say it like the baby on Dinosaur? Again! <laughs> <laughs> One thing I love about this game is the back of the box pretty much has all the rules on it. It's like falling back into like the old days of like the insert of the game had all the rules on it. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, or the it's back only, of the box lid. Yeah. It's only missing like one rule, and that's that you can't push two stones in a row. Like if there's oh, okay. two stones, you can't push them. But it fixes that in this one page here. Like you've got the rule book, but then the back page of the rule book has everything you need to know. Mm. It's just like condensed. It's not sentence form. Yeah, it's like, really convenient. I can really appreciate that. It's like, here, that's what you need to know. <laughs> there you Let's go. Let's play. <laughs> yeah. Do the thing. Yeah. Do the thing. Yeah, it's good. But yeah, this is probably, I said this on Instagram to someone, this is creeping up to like top 20 games in Ooh. general for me. Yeah, he really likes it. It's, I it was, like it too. It was a big hit at Gen Con. There was mm-hmm. a lot of people talking about it. It's yeah. a very good game. Mm-hmm. And it's really elegant looking and it something you could just leave out on the table it's pretty much just a bunch of stones four wooden boards and a piece of rope but it just it just looks really nice like like you could just randomly rearrange all the stones on the boards Mm. and like oh yeah this is our centerpiece for dinner tonight yeah (laughs) yeah i could yeah it's very pretty and like the annoying thing is we've had a couple people tell us well can't you just go out to the yard and get some rocks and just put them on boards and i'm like you could you could but this is so beautiful and like the the carving of the boards and the coloring and i mean sure these are rocks but at least they're nice and polished and you They're know. sized appropriately. And and you're not just paying for and the components, you're paying for the design. You know too. that those are rocks too. Mm-hmm. Oh okay. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's how it can be a dagger game. Just throw the rocks at your opponent when they're making you angry. No, I was I was thinking more of uh uh Shawshank Redemption. Oh yeah. And he's like that's a horse apple. <laughs> you just need to be like when next time somebody says that, be like 
you go to bring them food and then it's just an empty plate and be like, you know, you can get food outside, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, this game, I mean, it's not that expensive of a game. Like it's I currently- I think the MSRP is $30. Yeah. It's currently out of stock on cool stuff. So I can't even see what the price would be versus, or the MSRP because mm. normally it tells you both, but it's not there. Um, but I did look at Amazon and it's $31.99 on Amazon. So it's not bad. And it, I mean, it's, I think it's well worth that. Mm-hmm. It's it's a great definitely. game. For a new centerpiece, definitely. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> See, that's an idea now. And it's only been out for a couple months at this point. If that. What, did it come out at Gen Con or did it come out? Yeah, it came out at Gen Con. Yeah, because uh, yeah. he didn't have it at, it he had just com- like it, their demo, demo copies, copies at Dice yeah. Tower Con. It hadn't come in It got held yet. up in customs because they flagged it as a table game versus a tabletop game. Right. Yeah. So apparently I mean, there's extra tariffs that could be imposed on table different. games, like something that you would leave out, like a chess set or something. Oh, like that. okay, okay, yeah. Oh, okay. I that don't understand so, tax law. And so all it's that. it's a brand oh, yeah. new game just came out then at JegCon. Yeah, it's so nice. It's a good one. Yeah, very good. So would that would that old Pac-Man in the old Pizza Huts qualify as a table game? <laughs> I think that's a video game, arcade game. But that... it, but like it was your table. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> You're right. There was a bunch of those. Those were so cool. They were. I'd call it a hybrid. Okay, here we go. Yeah. It was fun. a table top game. Oh, there we go. <laughs> it was on top of the table. Yeah. So before we get to to Cindy's game, I just wanted to talk a little bit about Nova. It was really great. I got to go up there and, like I said, play one game a lot. But I did also play other things. I finally got to play... Uh, Warhammer 40k kill team a bunch and oh, cool. play that in a tournament. Although it wasn't really a tournament. Oh yeah. Uh, it was called a narrative event. So I had heard this is this is the part I want to talk about. So they have all these like big 40k and regular Warhammer tournaments that okay. are, you know, like all day big, or there's one like multi-day thing or whatever. Mm. But I'd also heard of these narrative games. And basically the way those work is it's just there's a scenario, there's like a story going on. And depending on who everyone picks a side and depends on who wins, they get more points for their side. And mm-hmm. then whoever side win or wins gets, or like depending on the points that all the people score will affect the story and which outcome okay. basically gets resolved. So it's like I a tabletop RPG. No. Oh. No. So it's like, basically it's more of, Somebody just wrote a story, and there's like two possible outcomes. Oh, and okay, okay. Each side, whoever wins, they get more points for their side, okay. and whatever side wins, their story so gets it's, resolved. So it's not you're dictating what happens based on the actions you take. No. Okay. Okay. It's Never just mind. by winning, you get a point for your side or towards the the, the outcome that's more favorable for your okay, side. That's cool. And I might be doing this lightly. I saw that at Gen Con in yeah. the uh, in the. The hall where the BattleTech pods are. Yeah, it's are. not an uncommon. This yeah. is this is something people do before. Um, yeah, I, I remember you talking about it with another game. Like they wrote, oh, it was uh, for Twilight Imperium. Like someone wrote, uh, if oh yeah, victory yeah, yeah. speeches for yeah, people yeah, yeah. for the different races. Oh, that's fun. So I'd known they'd done this, and I saw that they had narrative 40k uh, kill team as well, which I much prefer kill team because it's like five minis as opposed to like above forty. So I get there and I get the the narrative book. First of all, I didn't realize that my narrative game was a part of the big narrative game. <laughs> huh. 
And secondly, that the narrative game, because apparently this was the 10th year anniversary of Nova, like the 10th Nova Open they've done. Okay. Oh, cool. And apparently the na- the narrative game they've been doing has been going for all 10 years. Like it's, oh, wow. it's oh, wow. a storyline that, that the same people oh, have been wow. writing and developing. And this was the last year of it. They're like, it's the 10th year. We're putting an end to this story one way or other, like the fate of humanity <laughs> and this other side that they just randomly made up it doesn't have any like it's humanity yeah. and virtue which has nothing to do like there's no virtue in warhammer they just made okay. this thing up that's cool um but yeah and it turns out the way it worked is so we played kill team and depending on what side of ours won gave bonuses to our side in the narrative game because gotcha. we would play like literally we played and then when we finished the narrative people came in to play the full-on 40k okay and then they finished the whole thing on sunday the last day of nova with an apocalypse game and an apocalypse game is like the largest player count or the largest model counts that you can do in warhammer okay mm. um yeah so you're talking like hundreds of miles like oh my gosh so and i looked there was there was like a whole table length so there was probably in the realm of like 16 players all playing this like game oh my so it was pretty wicked and intense does this uh does warhammer ever deal with trays at all yeah okay that's how people they'll bring in their stuff on trays no i mean like during gameplay uh no 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 the original Warhammer Fantasy Battles did. Mm, okay. Um, but they've gotten away from that because Trey games haven't been selling as well. Mm-hmm. I remember you talking about it with the... Uh, with the Ice of Fire. Ice yeah. Fire. yeah. Okay. But uh, that many no, that uh, many units, it just makes me think that might be convenient at that point. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is all individual. But also with that many player counts, you could do... They'll have like big tanks and big other things, you okay. know? But yeah. Gen kind type games like and giants I had, <laughs> yeah i had one of those like moments where I, in the last game i played um i played in two like because i was winning one night and so i was like this was fun i'm gonna do it like i only wanted to play i was like i'll try this out <laughs> and then there were all people like me who only played kill team like four or five times <laughs> so that was like that that's was fun cool. i want to do it again that's cool and uh i got down to the last fight and uh it was basically it was a control point thing okay and they had uh, control points in each of the corners and one in the middle. I had five models, but he had like seven. Mm-hmm. So he had two models that don't really fight very well, and he just kept them at his two and just raced to the center, whereas mine were around the other two. Uh, okay. So I was losing, and so I was like, okay, I finally start to get towards the center to like kind of come around him, and then he realizes that I'm getting close to the center before he gets close to my guy. So he's like, okay, I got a bolt for you. And the only way he reaches me is he has to do an advance and get a 12. So he has to roll 2d6s and get a 12. All right. It's the only way he can do it. He got it. He rolls, doesn't get it. Oh. But he spends mm. a command point, which allows him to re-roll, rolls double sixes. And I'm oh. like, you've got to be kidding me. This might end the game right there. But he's like, no, hold on, wait, because you get a chance to shoot me when I'm running at you. Okay. Like, it's like an attack of opportunity, opportunity thing. Attack. Yeah, yeah. But the caveat is, because of this, you can only hit on sixes. Oh. So I roll double sixes. Oh <laughs> my gosh. That's how you well, do that's it. that's convenient. <laughs> but I didn't have to re-roll. Nice. Yeah. That's it cool. was also different dice. Mm. Nice. Uh, Hi, Dwayne. Got... Hi, Jason. Yeah. Hey. We so, got yeah. some people. That was, that was, I just wanted to talk about that because it was a nice little narrative moment where it was oh, just one fun. of those like, yes, crap. Yes, <laughs> crap. <laughs> that's really fun. Awesome. So we need to get you to play. Yeah. We got to build your we army. We got to build my army first. Yeah. <laughs> 
Maybe he can build it out of the Power Rangers game. No. <laughs> no, he has minis. Those guys are still in one piece. <laughs> he has minis. He just needs to put them together. Mm, yeah. Okay. okay. Got to get him off the sprues. Yeah. Cool. So this weekend, we actually went to visit Jason, our friend who just joined us in the chat. He, Oh, and Zach's in the chat now, too. But we did not visit Zach this weekend, just Jason. <laughs> and um, anyway, so... When we were visiting Jason, we did take a bunch of games with us. And one of the ones we got to play was this game, Wooly Whammoth, which is a smirk and dagger game. In this game, you are cave people trying to catch and collect mammoth meat. And so you have this board that is kind of like a telescoping board. It, I mean... A slide rule? A slide. Yeah, there you go. Slide rule. It's really cool because your person starts on start, obviously, mm -hmm. and you're trying to work your way up to where the mammoth sits. And it's one of these, there's two spaces at the end of your board, which is where the mammoth sits. And if your person lands in either one of these spaces, you've killed and successfully collected the mammoth meat. However, the way you're doing this is each every player has a deck of eight cards and your cards have numbers on them ranging from one to four and minus three, because I'll explain why. So on, in a round, everybody will take a card from their hand and they will play it face down to the table. And then at the same time, everybody will flip over their cards and the totals of all the numbers of the cards get added together. And that's how far everybody moves. Okay. And so some of the cards have modifiers and special abilities like some of the cards have plus one. Some of them have my one card has a minus one. And with those, those are optional. You can add to your movement ah, or you could just subtract you, yeah. just you or you could subtract from your movement. So that way it kind of puts you in a different spot than your opponents. There's one card that says take a break. So you everybody else moves, but you don't. Then there's a card. The minus three is really nice because it is literally just minus three. So it kind of helps keep the group from moving too terribly far forward. It's something that you especially want to play like if you're close and don't want to run off the edge because if you run off the edge, your people die. Okay, um, so it's it's an exact number. Yeah, it has okay. to be an exact number because if you go too far, you take the mammoth with you off the cliff and you still get its meat, but your person's dead and you only have four people. Mm. So once all your people are dead, you're out of the game. The goal is to collect six mammoth meats or to be the last person standing. So one other special thing about this game is the mammoth sits at the end and you know you guys go along and there's one of the cards, there's three different ones in here. One that's just plain, one that has a minus one, and then there's this one that's a t charge card. The charge, after everybody has moved their cave people up the boards. The mammoth has a deck of its own. It's the charge deck. You flip it over and the mammoth will move towards the cave people however many spaces that card says to. If the mammoth meets the cave people, the cave people get trampled and die. It, it's really cool. If not, then nothing happens and the mammoth just goes back to where it's supposed to. So it's this really fun and exciting game of trying to get in your opponent's heads to think about, okay, what, kind, what numbers are they going to play? Mm -hmm. Like... I, I'm really close to the edge here. So my opponents are probably going to try and knock me off the cliff. So let me try playing my two take a break so that they all move, but I don't. That kind of thing. So it's just this interesting mind game, really. Yeah, yeah. And each person also, like if you play, there's you can play it just with the cards, but then there's also special abilities. And the special abilities kind of amp it up a little bit. Like some of them add to your movement. Some of them let you take more cards back because your cards... Stay face like once you've used it, it's done until you refresh your hand by giving mm -hmm. up a meat. Um, so sometimes these let you take cards back into your hand. Um, it's a really cool game and help me. 
nice thing about these <laughs> abilities is uh, it's a one-time thing. You flip it over. Oh, yeah, and then when and somebody dies. On the back, it says, flip to active side when one of your cave people perishes. So you might actually want one of your people to die. So, so you, can you get, get your ability, ability back. back. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. When does the telescoping board come into your Oh, head? thank you for asking, Phil. So once you've collected a mammoth meat, your person goes back to start, and you move your board like you and they push have to your go board further. further one space. Yeah. Okay. And so your board keeps expanding until I mean it it can only go a certain amount. And you might have noticed there's tar spaces yes, on. I, I saw those. Like if you end on a tar space, your person dies. Oh, because yeah. they get stuck. And but also, drown. if there's a charge and the mammoth ends up in tar, you get a free meat. Hey, there we go. <laughs> the mammoth would have to go really far to end up in tar, but mm -hmm. it happens. Because there's double charge. Or there's there's one card in the charge deck that says discard this and draw two charge cards. And the charge cards, there's both a four and a five in the charge deck. Oh, yeah. So mm -hmm. it could make it to the tar. But yeah, it's it's really cool. So, oh, okay. So thematically that you've taken a mammoth and then the board gets longer because the herd's running away from you. You got to chase it. Yeah, uh -huh. you go out further. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And the, the characters, like the cave people. This one's kind of generic, but some of them are really fun. Like there's they a saber tooth tiger. There's a saber tooth I was gonna tiger. say like, uh, uh, where was I looking on the box? Like oh. they they look like cat cave people. Yeah, right. They there. kind of are. Yeah, and they have um. There's one that's like kids in a mammoth costume. Yeah. Like they've taken the skin from a mammoth and put that it right on. There, yeah. Yeah, it's it's so adorable. And then each of the mammoths has a different expression for it. There's one that's this one's like I'm coming for you. There's one that's like sh quivering and shaking and mm -hmm. oh, it's just adorable. I love the art on this so much. It's it's you know, perfect for the prehistoric theme that it's going for, I mm -hmm. think a lot. And uh so we had played this a few times. We actually yeah. played it on stream. I was going to mention that we you can actually see this video or see them play it. Yeah, we did uh, a two-player game. Facebook yeah. or YouTube channel. We've actually played it full player count. Like we played a two player, three player, and four player game. Yeah, we did two four player games over the weekend, uh -huh. and with Jason and Chapman and his son, and he was saying, "Yeah, I really like this game. It's like nice game I could play with my kids and just have a good time relaxing." Yeah, because he has and so a few kids. With that, I would go ahead and agree and say, "Yes, this is a very nice family game." Oh yeah. That you can just sit and chill on like a holiday or something like that, and uh -huh. like if everyone's just hanging out. Are there any? Are there any tokens to the meat tokens? Yes. Yeah, there are meat tokens. Yeah, they're just cardboard, and they look like the thing that came out in the Flintstones and was set on the car. Gotcha. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. It's just a very prehistoric meat mammoth meat type look. It's a very good family weight game that I think anybody could enjoy. And the if you're playing a more than two player game. You can institute that once two, you know, more than that. There's a very everybody rule. has yeah. been knocked out except for two players. You it's like a sudden death round. Mm. So you either go until all the cards have been played or somebody dies. Yeah, I like that because the two people that have been knocked out or one person in the uh, in case of a three player game is it's not too long that they're sitting out in that case. Yeah, and it's always yeah. me that's sitting out. So you know, <laughs> I like that. But yeah, it's good. I really like the whole. I I used to not like the guessing what your opponent's gonna do and anticipate. Oh but yeah. I've gotten into it more and more, mm -hmm. and so this falls in nicely with that. It can be stressful at times, but at the same time, it's exciting. It's like, oh, what's gonna happen? Am I gonna? Am I gonna make it? Am I gonna go over the cliff? And it's really quick too. It is very quick. It's just like. Once around the table, yeah. looking around. And mm. it's, it's one of those things that we finish a game. It's like, let's play again. You know, mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like it's it's a good game to do that with. Yeah. 
So before we before we get to our uh, the game show, there was one other thing I want I brought up mainly because I don't think we'll ever get around to reviewing it. But I did get some uh, one of my roommates from uh, from Nova, Keith. He was showing me this game. He was super excited about. A lot of podcasts are talking about it right now called Sorcerer. Oh, so question: What, Colin? What's your thoughts on Smash Up? Uh, I've only played it in the app. Okay. And I did not care for it because there was so much text. Gotcha. But if I was, well, there's a lot of expansions. If I had just had the base game, I would probably be fine with that game. If I had played it like, you know, five times, knew all the cards. Right. I was just wondering because I know you had played it. So I was curious. This game kind of fixed what I hated about Smash Up. And mm-hmm. that it kind of is like if you took Keyforge and, and Smash Up and put them into a blender. Because the way it works is there's all these decks of cards and you have a sorcerer and you have a type of magic for that sorcerer and then you have the, the your your patron kind of like where you, who you owe your magic source from and you like we had a he had he had all programmed them into a randomizer app so you just picked a color and it randomized and told you a thing mm-hmm. and you take each one of those as a deck of cards and then you shuffle them all together okay and now you've got it's kind of like the a blank a blank a blank kind of it, it makes it when you read it out it sounds like a keyforge deck kind of yeah. and there's also the the instance of you're never exactly going to play the same deck twice because you'll there's I want to say like five copies of like each one of those sets. Oh. So when you mix them all together, it's but the reason it plays like Smash Up is that there's locations and then you play monsters and stuff to the locations. But unlike Smash Up, which the part I hate all I've never liked is that you got to get like your strength to a certain level before it breaks. Mm-hmm. And I never feel like you do that because there's too many counters and stuff in that game. Yeah. And this, it's just, you're just trying to deal damage to the area and your opponent actually gets to choose where it deals, where you deal damage. Okay. So like if you have, if you have monsters there, they can choose to deal them the damage to the monsters or they may want to deal it to the location because maybe you've got an effect that like when this character dies, it does like all this thing. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. I don't think I could get anybody to play it though. Like it's nice, but like, it's nobody's cup of tea around here. Mm. Like the kind of car game, like I could probably get Phil maybe to play it, but like, it's just one of those. And like, sure. I could get people, maybe some of the, the, the LCG group at the local store. But as far as like in our immediate circles, mm-hmm. it's only kind of tangentially in my wheelhouse, oh, yeah. but that's about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's not one of those, like I would not venture out to get this. I would play it like, you know, like I played it there and I'd play it again. Yeah. But it's not. It was neat and interesting. But I would definitely not seek it out myself hmm. per se, just because I know I have enough trouble getting specific things played. I yeah. get that. Yeah, I I would feel the same way about. I mean, I I feel like that about Smash Up. It's like if someone's really wanting to play, yeah, I would play it. But yeah, I definitely wouldn't say myself, hey. Let's right. play this game of Smash yeah. Up. Yeah, it's got a very dark gothic kind of artwork. Think the like a gothic London. Yeah, the Sorcerer game does. So if that ever does happen, we know it's an imposter and we have to kill it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Remember that. Okay. Well, you know what, guys? You sh- People out there, you guys should be cool. Like uh, Weatherman Keith. I'm assuming that's how it's pronounced. But we have a new $5 patron. So thanks to... Weatherman Keith for signing up. Uh, he needs to respond. I'm finding out his his favorite game, so I can mm, uh, yeah, make jokes just... about it later. <laughs> and then it reminds me, all the other five dollar patrons need to respond. I sent out a reminder and let me know there, so I can uh, so I can talk about them here. And 
I'm working on getting dice set up for and written. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm. I sent an email out Exciting. to Chessex to get them like how like quotes and stuff like that. They're going to be dice. custom 2019 Boards and Swords patron dice. You guys, I'm excited about these dice because I love dice. She says like she's going to get one, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm excited to see them. Gosh. It's a patron reward. CD. I know. No, right? That doesn't mean I'm getting one. I just want to see them. I'm excited for them. I want to be the them. one to drop it in the envelope. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. I'm specifically, uh, I-, I went through their catalog and I picked the stealth style Mainly because that was the first set of chess or dice slash Chessex dice I ever owned. Oh, cool. So I don't know what that means, but I'll show you what they look like afterwards. Okay, cool. But yeah, so you need to go to patreon.com slash boards and swords and sign up if you want to participate and get some of that awesome stuff. And we are having, but I know I keep saying we're going to do bonus contact mm-hmm. or bonus con, uh, content. Contest. Contact? Contact. Content. <laughs> it's coming. It's just I've been like gone the past co- that last weekend this weekend. It kind of makes it hard to schedule something. One yep. day I still want to do drunken Pokemon, where you play po- the Pokemon <laughs> the card game, but you take a shot every time one of your Pokemon dies. Every time they don't die, they faint. Yes, yeah. that might be a good bonus episode. Oh, hey, no, that would play in nicely to the to the game too, because when all your Pokemon faint, you black out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I will not be participating in this. I game. I meant, keep in mind, I was looking over here when I said it. I know, it. I know. All right, I, I heard it in your voice too. So those listening later, I'm sure you knew too. <laughs> all right, I'm passing the buck to you. All right, so I am doing another one of my little half baked RPG things. All right. And I've given everyone a D20 because there will be rolling for resolving stuff in this, and Cindy's already going to town. Uh-huh. I just had to tell them I had a D20. You're mm. wasting all your 20s. I, I did roll an 18, actually. Yeah, I did see that. Uh-huh. I've got a little bit of a special twist on this. I'm just going to read through the introduction, and then I will tell you about what's going on. Okay. But I pretty much have four scenarios you're going to be going through. All right, everyone ready? Nope, but go ahead. Okay. The three of you enter a crowded room from the restroom, filled with shame. Chris, regretting ordering the spicy torture chili. Philip, regretting going into the restroom at the same time as Chris. And Cindy, trying to hide the fact that she mistakenly walked into the men's room. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Each of you are starting with 10 humiliation points. Your goal in this is simple. Get back to Swordplay Studios with the least HP or humiliation points to win. Okay. All right. So I've got I've got my little thing here. It says each person's got 10. I will keep track of what's going on. So you first need to get out of the restaurant, but a man from the bar is acting tough and blocking your exit. He is average build, middle-aged, and not wearing shoes. He goes to kick you across the face. I need everyone to roll initiative to see what order you encounter the kick. I got a full. I got a 20. Uh, I got a four. Oh, Cindy wasted a 20. Right? <laughs> it was an accident, guys. All right, so uh, we're going to go high-low. Do you want Chris and I to re-roll just to see? We both got four. Sure, uh, Chris roll. Okay. One. <laughs> there you go. All right, Chris will be last. All got right. that out of the way early. <laughs> That's right, there you go. We have two options. Every situation can have two options. We have, you can duck below the kick, or you can take the kick to the face. Cindy, what's your decision? Duck. All right, Chris. I thought Chris was last. Oh yeah, yeah I am Philip. Last. Uh, I'm gonna take it. All right, and Chris. 
So wait, he's kicking up and kicking me in the face? Jeez. He's kicking across your face. It, it's kind of a... He's, he's Chuck Norris roundhousing. Yeah, there you go. I can't grab the foot? You have two options. Those two options are lame. Yep. Dude, Chuck I'm... Norris is trying to kick you in the face. Take it. <laughs> you yeah. should be honored to be kicked in the face by Chuck Norris. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the kick. I'll take the kick. All right. So, Cindy, I need you to roll for agility. Four. You oh, rolled a terrible. four. Okay, so where's my twenty now? So the bulk of the foot whiffs past your face with the pinky toe sliding across your lips. You are wow. officially <laughs> grossed out. So you take five humiliation points. Thanks. Yeah, I'm I'm in the middle of like the the foot's coming through the air and it's like this'll be a story. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. So those of you that take the kick to the face. You also get five humiliation points because this happens all the time. It's not that bad. Okay. It happens all the time. I don't know what they do. All right. So you're done with the drunk guy. After you exit, you each get into separate cars and drive. You each take different roads to get back to Swordplay Studios from this point, but coincidentally have similar encounters on your way. (laughs) Okay. That's just my way of uh, only telling one story. There we go. (laughs) So next thing you know is there's a cop behind you, a cop car with his lights on. (laughs) Speed racer. (laughs) (laughs) So you pull over like a responsible citizen. The cop walks up to the car and asks you for your license and registration. Your two options are you can hand the cop your information or you can ask the cop why you're being pulled over. So I'm just going to go down the line here. So Cindy, what's your decision? I'll hand over my license and registration. All right. And then ask why I'm being pulled nope. over. That's <laughs> one not option. One option. Nope. I'm going to ask why I'm getting pulled over. Okay. Chris. Uh, sorry. Chris is asking. And Philip? Uh, I'm going to ask why I'm being pulled over. Okay. I need Chris and Philip to roll for right. roll for persuasion. 17. I got an eight. Okay. <laughs> this dice sucks. I'm getting a new one. No. It's okay because anything under the 20 was going to get this one result. <laughs> so the, the, the cop becomes irritated and glances to your back seat. He notices your equipment from your latest LARP session, including two long swords. Take 15 HP as you sit on the side of the road, handcuffed until <laughs> backup arrives. Oh, no. And, That's amusing. Okay, so I'm going to add in. Your so I'm at like, what, negative five? Oh, they go no. up. We're yeah. both yeah. At we're going 30. golf score in this. Okay, so Cindy, you hand, you hand the cop your information. Turns out you just had a broken taillight bulb. You take five HP as you know people will wonder why you were pulled over. Yeah, it's happened to me before actually. There are ways to get rid of HP. Just haven't encountered them yet. All right. So next thing of note is that your car won't start back up. Oh no. So now you need to walk. You know a shortcut that will get you back to Swordplate Studios lickety split but you need to cut through an old building. You walk inside, push your way through a wave of streamers hung from above a doorway. You hear a cymbal crash and a commotion as you push through. You now find yourself on a stage with a rock and roll group whose guitarist just hurt their hand. Oh, this is awesome. You look up and see there is a whole crowd of high schoolers waiting for music to dance to. You are the one chance this band has to pull off playing a great gig with everyone watching. Spans out of luck, then. <laughs> All right. Hey, where's that crap dice? Let me. I'm going to roll that one. <laughs> so you, you have two options. You can excuse yourself and run off stage, or you can say, All right, guys, listen, this is the blues riff and B. Watch me for the changes and try to keep up, okay? Cindy, what is your choice? I'm going to excuse myself and run off stage because I don't know how to play guitar. <laughs> 
I'm gonna excuse. I would have excused myself, but the uh, Back to the Future reference too good. Right? So <laughs> it was a good reference. I, you know what? I would even say that, and then be like, "No, nah, I'm just kidding. I don't know how to play the guitar." <laughs> All right, so you're going with B, though? Yeah. All right. I'm going with B. Let's rock this. Okay. So, Cindy, you simply just run off stage. You're going to take 10 humiliation points. Oh, thanks. Okay. Performance roll? Yeah, performance Kristen, checks Kristen, over here, up, man. Yeah, rolling for dexterity. I pulled out the metal die. Oh. <laughs> I got an 11. Uh, That's better than what I have rolled. Nice. Nice. What do you get? What do you he get? Rolled a 20. I got 20. Nice. Okay. So, Chris. You managed to stay on tempo playing open strings in key with the song the band plays. No hey. change. Hey, did uh, did anybody see the new version of Freaky Friday with Lindsay Lohan and uh, yes. Jamie Lee Jamie. Curtis? I just think of that part where like she plugs in the guitar and like she's just up on stage, just like yeah, yeah, <laughs> like just pretending to play but not actually playing, and the music's still coming through because she's plugged in backstage. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I, I I would picture that with that one too, but Philip. You masterfully play the classic Johnny B. Good, and everyone cheers. You lose 10 HP. Heck yeah. Something hey, 20 Nabbit, now. I'm tied with Chris, and Philip's winning now. How are you tied? <laughs> because you got 15, and I got five last round, and then I got 10, and you got nothing this one. Uh. No, you, uh, yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. All right, so good job, everyone. We got one more encounter. So you're almost back to Swordplay Studios now. You just need to get to the other end of the building and step outside. Once you step off the stage, you see the worst possible thing across the room. A Western game. <laughs> next next worst. Uh, a farming game. Oh my word. It is your mother holding a tissue, spitting on it to rub something off of A-Face, and is now coming straight for you with her hand poised, ready to wipe. Ew. Do you go toward her or shield your face and weave through the crowd? Cindy. Shield my face and weave through the crowd. All right. Tuck and roll. Tuck and roll. (laughs) And Phil? Yeah, whatever. I'm I'm walking right for it. All right. Cindy and Chris, you are going to each take five HP because, you know, you're just embarrassed already. Man, don't even get a dodge roll. Yeah, no dodge rolls. Hey, you successfully dodged, though. All right. So, Philip, I need you to roll for parental handling. Roll for parental handling. That's illegal in some states. 18. <laughs> All right, 18. Let's see what we got here. So you skillfully go in for the hug your mother wants while pushing the tissue-wielding hand to the side. You continue on thanking the heavens. No one had to see your face getting wiped. No change. Yay, Philip wins. Uh, yeah, I don't really need to add it up. Philip wins. Yeah. <laughs> is, that a, is that a... Can we get a... Can we get a judge ruling? Is that the first time I've ever won a game? Uh, I think no. it might have happened no, one of the time. No, I think you... But by this margin, yes. Okay. So, my conclusion is, you all made it to Swordplay Studios. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> That's like one of my endings. <laughs> it yeah. just like happens. <laughs> oh my God. And we're done. <laughs> it actually was, you all made it to Swordplay Studios. Let's see who came out on top. But you all jumped over that saying, Philip won, oh, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it was pretty easy when we were tied, and then we both ended up with the same amount of points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that's the game. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun. I liked it. What? Hey, look, guys. It's like under an hour so far. Whoa. <laughs> oh, I rolled a two, guys. I feel like I need to like come up with something right now. Yeah, we got we got we, some space to fill here. We got to pad the episode here. People are just joining <laughs> us in the chat. Mm. We can talk about some of the stuff we did this weekend, more in, that wasn't our review game. Okay. 
I don't know. Go for it. Uh, that was me. He said, okay. Speak. Oh, so what do we play besides Shobu and Willy Wammoth? <laughs> Let's we, see. we play Puerto Rico. We did not play Puerto Rico. No, we played Power Grid. Oh yes, we gosh. did play Power Grid. That <laughs> was another Rio Grande game. It that starts pa- with a P. Yeah. yeah, we played Power Grid. We Why played then? a three-player game of that, and that turned out well. I am terrible at managing my money in that game, though. Mm. Like I only go, in the game. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm really, I'm really good at managing money in real life. But it, it was just annoying. Like there was a couple times. Well, she was tried the, the bluff. It was towards oh, yeah. the end of the game, bluff. and I tried to bluff. And Colin, so I was bidding against Colin for a power plant, and he, I said forty. Uh, and I'm, uh, she said forty-one. And I said. All right, you have can it. have it. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't want it. I just tried to raise the price for you. Anyway, and so then I had to pay all this money, and then I couldn't build in any cities. I was so irritated. And then there was another round where there it was a power plant I really wanted, and he just kept driving the bid up. And I'm like, oh. but if, I knew if I didn't buy that power plant, I wouldn't be able to power enough at the end of the game to potentially win. So I had to bid on it, or else there was no chance I could win at all. Mm. So... I ended up having to bid like $65 or something on this power, or 67 I think it ended up being. Mm. And should. and I was shy $12 to be able to buy all my resources and build in the three cities I needed to be able to win the game. I was so frustrated, but oh well. You should watch, uh, you should watch Storage Wars. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That show is great. Oh, yeah, because they auction off storage units, Because they right? auction off storage units. We got to auction off stuff. other people's... Well, and they, but the thing is, they will do that. They'll be like, yeah, um, 100 bucks. And it's like, I'm going to make this guy waste all his money on this <laughs> trash so that he can't try to get a good unit. 150, 175, 250. And just keep going back and forth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, finally, it's like, 500. Yeah, you can have it. I don't, I don't even want to. <laughs> oh, my just walk gosh. Away. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was fun. It was, we, it's a fun game, but that's frustrating <laughs> when that happens. Each one of these right here, ten dollars right here, one hundred thousand dollars. But yeah, we like I was saying, we were playing with Jason, and he must have like the best luck or something because he wins almost every single game we play with him. It's the crazy. only one he did not win was Welcome to. Oh yeah, I won that one. Yeah, I was so happy. Yeah, but he's like, so I'm not happy. even trying to win. I'm just trying to have fun. I was like, stop saying that. Because <laughs> that's what you always say, and you always win. Yeah. All right, well, you guys told, I'm going to tell another Warhammer story. So the first night I played, mm-hmm. so the way that they do these, the, the way you score points in these, other than like getting the objectives, is you get, they have this deck of cards that they made. They're really nice. They made them look almost identical to the Kill Team font in the Games Workshop book. Mm. But you, you had like a stack of like 10, and you shuffled them up, <laughs> and you drew five, and you picked three of them, and that's how you scored points. And there'd be things like flip this card over when an enemy gets removed, or flip this if you have the most people in the center of the map or there was one that's like if you had the most people on the edges well i was looking through and grabbed them i was like oh this one's like i just have to kill a dude and this one's like also kind of similar to as long as a, i killed a non-specialist dude or whatever and then there was one that was like oh kill the leader well, i'm not gonna do that and it was like <laughs> score five points mm-hmm. or no it was score five minus whatever round i killed him in okay uh, and mm-hmm. we played four rounds and then the last one and then there was something else I killed the leader the first round because he wasn't paying attention. <laughs> oh, I hey, just like shot go. him. But I didn't choose didn't that one that card. because ah. I was like, I'm not going to kill the leader. And so I ended up picking this other one that's like, oh, this is easy. Not realizing that the text said kill somebody in the fight phase, which is melee. I was thinking 
just kick just someone out. Well, I was yeah. thinking the fight phase was the melee and the shooting together. My guys oh. only have guns. They don't even so I couldn't even have achieved that objective <laughs> at all. Oh no. And the one I threw away was the one I ended up and I lost by one point. Oh, oh. no. That's <laughs> aggravating. Nice. All right, that's enough. Let's let's uh okay. cue the music. <laughs> All right, that's going to wrap us up this week. Hey, if you guys like this show, you got to make sure to head over to boardandswords.com. That's where you can find links to all of our previous episodes and our live play show called The Dirt Bags of Holding. That's where we all gather around and make fun of all the games that we play. And it's coming back soon. And it's coming back soon. Nice. Uh, somebody's going to be running something for us. Yeah. That was nice and vaguely specific. Aww. <laughs> if you like this show, you can email us comments and questions at feedback at boardsandswords.com. You can follow us on Instagram at boardsandswordspod or on Facebook at facebook.com slash boardsandswordspod. You should also follow our individual accounts. I'm Cindy Pastorius on Twitter and Instagram. I am colacakes196. I am on both platforms as Chris the Prof. And I'm on Twitter as Phil the Dirtbag. So we are also a part of the Dice Tower Network, and you can go and for other great. Uh, see, I try to read and that uh, screws me up. So <laughs> for other great gaming podcasts, you can go to dicetowernetwork.com, and the network is supported by Cool Stuff Inc. You can go to coolstuffinc.com, check out their awesome, great gaming deals that they have. Coolstuffinc.com. Also, thank you for listening, for watching, and for supporting us, however you do. Even just watching the show is supporting us. So, remember, we can, you can find us online, and you can go to youtube.com slash boardsandswords for I've been uploading some blog videos there, and you can also find and watch mm. us live there. But in the meantime, remember that every gamer has a story, and it always helps if you actually read the text on a card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had one of those panic attacks as this was going on where I was like, did I hit record? <laughs> <laughs>